Everything you're doing is great. I appreciate the evaluation. Uh, it's definitely opened my eyes, and uh, I, I'm just looking forward to getting better and, and being the best uh, official that I can be. And, you know, stepping maybe down the line, maybe I'm stepping into that role uh, in our chapter like you are right now, being a mentor and, and mentoring the next generation. You are listening to the Crown Rest Podcast, the audio experience for a basketball official. official. Serve the game. This is Aaron Barrington, a 15-year official from Sydney, Nova Scotia, up here in Canada. Thanks for listening to the Crown Rest Podcast. In episode 76, Paul has a follow-up call with Scott Hamby. He's a sixth-year official from Waco, Texas. They discuss some of Scott's IPR game notes. We hope you enjoy the new podcast. Feel free to reach out with any questions or comments. And never forget, serve the game. So basically, I just wanted to go over um, some of your game notes and then um, give you an opportunity to ask any follow-up questions. You know, as I go through, feel free to stop me. Um, just to get your first take, what'd you think of the report? Uh, I thought the report was great. Uh, I thought it was very detailed, but not uh, nitpicky. Uh, I thought, you know, that you pointed out a lot of positives. And that if you did point out something for improvement, it wasn't a fact that you're really, um, you know, this is is something you need to work on. It's not, um, you didn't make it, you didn't come across like you were saying, oh, you know, it's, you know, you're really doing this poorly. Uh, It was more of a, hey, you can work on this. This is an easy fix. We keep things positive. Um, Keep things positive, yes. Everything you said was spot on. When I go back and look at the film and look at, the, especially the timestamps, um, I thought it was spot on. I'm like, man, I didn't realize I did that. Yeah. <laughs> kind of, mm-hmm. uh, you That's know. Good. Uh, I've been in, you know, this is just finished my sixth year. I'm, I'm pretty sure my season is over. Uh, I don't think I'll get any more assignments, but you never can tell. But um, I th- everything was spot on. Um, you know, even those of us that have been doing it for a while can always use a little feedback um, to make to get us better um, to realize that okay hey you know what when you think you have it down <laughs> you really don't uh, and uh, you know sometimes you think okay hey, you know I've got a pretty good command of this I'm doing pretty well and then somebody says well hey look at this the film doesn't the film doesn't uh, yeah film doesn't tells lie. a story yeah. tells a story you know, I realize wow um, yeah it's the truth it, serum yeah uh-huh, exactly. Well, that's, um, listen, I commend you and really appreciate the opportunity and the fact that, you know, you're doing this report and taking the time out um, just shows a lot about how you want to get better. So, I mean, I thought your effort and urgency on the court was great. You had really good court coverage. You know, I didn't have any, I think there was one issue with um, you're a little too wide on the baseline for that second free throw. Did, did you see the illustration I sent? Yes, I saw that and I you know, I didn't realize that was, I was really that wide. Um, I guess that's probably a habit that I picked up probably early in my career where, uh, you know, veteran officials uh, kind of told me, hey, you need to stay wide when you're the lead. Uh, but I think I probably took it too much to an extreme. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so just close down, step in a little bit to be more connected to yeah. um, your, your responsibilities there. Thought your signals, yeah. your mechanics were, were solid. Didn't look like you were guessing. 
You know, there was no head scratchers for me, which is great. Um, you had good demeanor, body language, and, you know, from what I could tell, a good feel for, for the game. Um, one thing I noticed was when you have a block call, we need to see you present your block signal a little sooner. A couple times, I think you might have had two of these plays where, um, you know, block charge play, you stop yeah. the clock, and then everybody's kind of waiting to see what you had, and then you, like, casually <laughs> kind of, like, yeah. report, go to the table and give a block signal. You want to yeah. talk about that? Oh, yeah, I'll talk about that. I think it's more for me, uh, probably, uh, as I told you, I do football as well, so I think it's more of a, I, I think that carries over from that. I kind of, you process something before you throw the flag on it. Uh, I knew I had some, you know, it's a lot of times I know I have something. It's a matter of, okay, did I see the whole play? Did, uh, and that's probably just something that I need to work on is just making sure that I see the whole play. And then when I do blow the whistle, I know what I have and I don't want to, to rush the signal, I guess, and be, uh, overdramatic, um, uh, I guess some of my colleagues that I work with said, "Yeah, you're really dramatic when you call a block or a charge. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes right. you, see, you just see, you really you're overdoing it with a signal, and I probably uh, it's me just slowing it down, trying to process the play. Uh, but I definitely understand where you come from because everybody's like, okay, what's he got?' Um, and, I, and I've when you said that, um, that made sense because I've had some coaches kind of give me that. Okay, well, what do you have? And then I can always, you know, I feel like I can always explain it and say hey coach yeah you know he moved in shooters in the air he moved in underneath him or you know wasn't in legal guarding position or yeah i know he you know offensive player initiated the contact you know or you know dropped his shoulder Um, listen those explanations sound great you said like um you had a dramatic block now you're kind of on the other end of the extreme where you're not having any block. So yeah. those plays definitely, like I like what you're saying about slowing down and processing, but at the end you have to show the game what the call is. Yes. Unless, yes. It's, yes. unless it's a non-block charge play where you don't need to show that block signal on the spot, but block charge plays, pretty much, I mean, we've got to show it every time. It's either a charge or it's either a block. We all need to know right away. Um. Your snap and pop with your directional points. I just want to want you to sharpen those up a little bit. You know, just practice that extension with the point, um, extending your elbow all the way out. Um, I noticed your point was also around eye level, which you know it looks slanted upward. You would just drop that to shoulder level, so you're just straight out from your shoulder. Correct. Um, couple, go ahead. Yeah, I've been more, uh, since you mentioned that, I've been more cognizant of that over the last couple games. So I've had uh, probably about five or, five or six assignments since then, so I've really been more cognizant of just pointing straight to the shoulder and realizing where it's at, even kind of peeking out of my eye, like, okay, am I pointing straight? Yeah, and I think uh, that's kind of a, a field sport habit because I do a couple field sports as well, and, and the point is a little, little bit more raised up in the air, right? Even with football, it's a little bit higher sometimes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so just lower that. Um, didn't see much communication with the coaches, so, you know, I can't give you too much there. Uh, also tough to see on film. Um, I don't know. As we go down, we'll see if there's any timestamps where we had encounters. Crown Refs Podcast is brought to you by Neat Tucks, the best way to keep your shirt or uniform tucked. If you're looking for that clean, professional look on the court, there's only one way to do it. Log on to neattucks.com and order yours today. Neat Tucks and Crown Refs, serving the game.
Well, the one, one, yeah, the one that we talked about where you know I had the you know the defensive player pushing through the screen and I gave the wrong signal, and I realized as soon as I did it, oh wow, I just gave a charge signal. And then I tried to correct it, but then, you know, the coach questioned it, and I tried to explain to him, hey, coach, you know, this is what I had. I gave the wrong signal. And, you know, this uh, is a really interesting play because um, basically we have a, a push through the screen, right? Defender pushes through the right. screen, and offensive player goes down. You show the charge signal going, staying here, right? Um, I think in actuality, that contact is a charge. It's a classic charge, right? The only difference is is there's a defender going through an offensive player versus A1 who has the ball going through B1, right? So the contact is a charge, but it's confusing because you're showing charge in the wrong direction. Correct, yeah. And I I, I understood where he was coming from, and I tried to explain, hey, coach, yeah, I'm I'm sorry I gave the wrong signal. Uh, It's on your girl. Um, He wanted to, you know, make the point that the screener wasn't set and uh, you saw you saw the film. I, yeah, it was an obvious foul. It's a high ball screen, you know. It's an obvious push through there. So what I would insert yeah. for your signal is either a stay here signal where you're pointing right to the ground. Um, you can either show a push on the spot or you don't have to show anything. You just show a fist and then report. 22 white pushes through the screen. You can vocalize that at the table. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yeah, so, all right, so just to start the game, I really liked your mechanics, um, your chop, your hustle to see, 18 seconds in, don't be in a rush to start your five-second count. Now, a question I want to ask you is, how many times per season do we call a five-second violation? Very rarely. Yeah. (laughs) Usually, you're making it super obvious, uh, when you call it, make it, you know, uh, I've been told by veterans, you know, don't. Don't nitpick it, you know. Um, yeah, you don't have it. to start it at zero. Like, yeah. as soon as A1's getting the ball, you're just, you know, whipping your hand out. And then as soon as, you you know, A2 gets the ball right away. So, so to me, it, it just tells me you got to slow down a little bit because you're putting, like, a real emphasis on the five-second count where I don't think it's super important to make sure we always start it exactly when it should be started. Like, you could take a second and just casually throw one up, because guess what? He's probably going to pass the ball or dribble out of it. Yeah. Um, staying closer to the sideline and trail, a couple times you're running up the court a little bit too far on the court. So just try to hug that sideline, stay out of the way of the players. Um, 205, yep, we talked about this. Great block call, but just needs to show that strong signal at the spot of the foul. You present it a couple seconds later. 236, again, with too many one-second counts, meaning too many quick, you know, five-second counts, the start of a five-second count. Um, 318, a little bit more snap with that out-of-bounds point. Just extend it. You know what I do when I stop the clock? I then bring my hand down kind of to my shoulders, and then that I extend out from there. So maybe give that a look, see if that can add a little bit more fluidity to it. You know, we're looking for sharpness. You know, pop, crispness, all that kind of stuff. Okay. Uh, okay. What else? That's a great point. Yeah. Um, what else? I'm just looking through. This is good. This is good. Um, 727, you took an out of bounds from C on the leads line. Why'd you do that? I'm trying to remember. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, it was, yeah. I, I, yeah, it was I don't think it was, it was in a gray area. It wasn't like diagonally in the corner where, yeah, it's like either one of yours whistles. It was like pretty much right on his line. Yeah, I probably, uh, maybe I didn't anticipate, I maybe anticipated that he didn't have a look at it. And maybe I was probably a little impatient. I don't remember. I don't think he looked. I'm trying to remember if he asked for help. Okay. Uh, um, he may have, and I probably helped him out, or I probably thought, probably just anticipated that because uh, he was opposite, obviously. Yeah. And, All right, good. Maybe so, he did have a look at it, and I thought maybe he got screened. So if they do ask for help, um, yeah. what I think looks great is they go, partner, help. You blow the whistle. You can even raise your hand, too. Maybe a double tweet. Boop, boop. And then which color and which direction yeah. we're going. It's a real simple transition. It's almost like a handoff. Help. Boop, boop. White. There's no debate whose ball it is. The crowd sees that a partner was honest, needed help, and then great teammates stepped in and got the call right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I think sometimes some of the uh, people that uh, – I work with, we, we kind of get that, hey, the throw your hands up kind of, hey, I need help. I didn't see it. Uh, or they may not say help, but they may say, hey, I didn't see it. You know, help me out. So, but, but I understand that. We're giving the whistle and saying, yeah, you know, hey, I've got, you know, I've got blue, I've got white, whoever it is. Uh, I, I definitely, I see your point on yeah. that. Just want to take a quick break from the podcast to tell you about our new IPR service, which is the Individual Performance Report, one of the industry's first film review services. We break your game down into seven parts. You are now hearing the game notes section where we did a full timestamp review on some notable plays and loaded it with some instructional comments and questions. So hope you enjoy. Hit us up if you have any questions about the IPR. You can email me at crownrefs at gmail.com or hit us up on social. Now, back to the podcast. Uh, 1905, don't stop your rotation, get over. I think um, you had like, you had committed mostly, and then you, you went back. I think you should just get over and stay there. Do you remember that play? Yes, yeah. Uh, I do that, uh, three-person in the lead. I, I'm still uh, working on rotating and knowing when to rotate, and then I start, and then, okay, the ball gets reversed back. I don't have any really any reason to go over there the ball gets rotated back quickly um and then now actually i should have stayed at home um should have stayed should have never left to start with um so yeah that's something you know if i if i go if i'm halfway across the lane i just need to go ahead and go yeah Uh, no no, i I agree with that so that's something that i'm working on uh, and saying, okay, hey, I've, I've got a matchup, i got a, I got a post-matchup, I, or I've got the floors, uh, you know, imbalanced. You know, I've got four white, you know, I've got four offensive players on one side of the floor, and I need to get over there and help, you know, force get a rotation going and get two, two sets of eyes. Yeah, plus the trail, and, the trail and center are waiting for you to decide, too. Yeah. To see where they should reposition. Mm-hmm. 2050, um, this is a good call. Um, now, you'll hear people say, leave the ball alone. When it bounces close to you, uh, I would say pick the ball up and give your partner a good pass because it just shows that we're on the same page. It shows good unity. It doesn't, you know, you know the play where you call a foul and the ball comes to you and you kind of bat it away, but your partner is coming in to get the ball. So, like, it looks kind of like we're not on the same page there. 
So I'm not mm -hmm. saying to go chase after the ball, but if it's in your space, if it's kind of in your direction, pick it up. Like, we run this game. And we're going to give it to our partner. Definitely, yeah. Definitely uh, understood, understood that. And I could, you know, I guess sometimes I get, get in a hurry to get to the table. Well, there you go. <laughs> slow down. That, that, it's a patience, uh, patience thing. Just slow down. Hey, I got something. You know, just slow down a little bit. Plus, you want to wait for your partner to switch and kind of cover the space that you're leaving, especially if you just had a play there. Like, we yeah. can't leave players that are still active if they're getting up off the floor or, you know, we don't want to leave the scene of a foul. Without exactly. having that yeah. coverage, backup coverage. <laughs> yeah, I try to pause and dead ball officiate a little bit and make sure there's no, no, uh, you know, unsportsmanlike stuff going on, no, you know, trash talking or taunting or starting to, you know, I call it snip at each other. Yeah, yeah. To knock it off. It's only going to, you know, in improve our court presence, our dead ball officiating. And if there's any sparks, we put it out before it becomes a fire. Um, 30, 33 minutes. Good call, but you reported a hand check on a knockdown from behind. So I don't think we should report hand checks for shooting fouls. I think that's a foul on a ball handler. Um, so if you have that again, I would report a push or a block in that spot. What do you think? I agree. Uh, I think it's a... Um, oh, uh, just a... You know, uh, um, <laughs> just a kind of a brain um, dump, you know, just, okay, you know, it looks like, uh, you know, I meant to give the push signal, but I've still got my hand up in a fist, and I'm just kind of giving that one-hand push, like saying, hey, I got to push, or, um, you know, but I understand, then get to the table and then you give a hand check signal, so, yeah, it, it's confusing, I agree with that, that's something that, uh you know, I've definitely made a note of over the last couple of games to try to give the right, give the correct signal. Okay, I've got to push from behind. I've got, uh, you know, like I said, I agree with that hand check. It should be on a ball handler, you know, in space, dribbling or whatever, you know, whatever's happening. Yeah, I mean, a, yeah. F a foul is a foul, but there are certain fouls. You know, like the hand check is the foul with the least amount of contact, pretty much, right? Yeah. A push is going to show more displacement for the most part. So shooting yeah. fouls, push or block there. Um, unless you're going to do that one-handed push like in the NBA that looks great where they really like it's like a it's like a one-handed push I don't know if you've seen that however not approved yep exactly um, break the habit of pointing to the spot first on those quick out-of-bounds plays you know where someone steps out real quick and we're the first to see it we always point to where they stepped out instead of stopping the clock stop the clock point the direction and then to emphasize where it went out if you want Point to that spot and just stare at it for a second so everybody knows that you're point, pointing to exactly where he or she stepped out. Yeah, I noticed that I do that. And I've even noticed that even uh, after you mentioned on film, and I, I'm still still working on a habit. Uh, I've still uh, done it a couple times, and I'm looking to uh, make sure, slow down, stop yeah. the clock first. That's, a, that's an example of just needed to slow down there. We got, you know, we got excited. We jumped up, pointed down, forgot to do our duties, stopping the clock, pointing the direction. Um, Forty-seven thirty-five. We talked about your point being too high up, so just, you know, bring it down a little bit more level. Now, fifty ten. Could you have went with a charge with the offense up twenty with two minutes left? 
Well, I mean, well, I looked at that play again, and you mentioned it. Um, I think what I was looking at was uh, the defender was falling backwards before there was contact. Okay. Uh, um, I, I could. I. I mean, I, I agree with your point uh, that it probably could have. Um, but she was kind of trying. I won't say she was flopping, but uh, she was starting to give ground before there was even contact. Uh, that's you know what I had, and so that's why I went block. Well, listen, I'm I'm not saying to make up anything. Yeah. And just because you know time and score here, the game's pretty much over. Mm-hmm. Um, but just as a play calling guideline, right? If if that's a fifty fifty call right there, and the offense offense is up twenty, what are you gonna call most of the time? Charge? Charge, yeah. yeah. So just to have that in your pocket moving forward, uh, again, you're not making anything up. If it's a block, it's a block. It's not that serious. But we like to have options. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the game, 52-49, game's over. Why didn't you wave wave it off? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, uh, you know, just didn't, uh, I guess... Uh, just ready to, I guess. Yeah, I you're ready to leave. It's, game it, listen, with, but, uh, it's, again, this is me. Like, I'm not nitpicking, but yeah. I just want you to be thorough here. So, yeah, exactly. game's over is a blowout, right? We're, yeah, you guys are running to the locker room. Although, this year I stopped running to the locker room. Mm-hmm. I don't want to look like I'm sprinting away from something that I didn't feel I did a good job in. Like, I walk, I walk away now. So, yeah. I don't know. Um, but just be thorough there. Yeah. Yeah, so those are the game notes I had. Do you have any other questions about these plays or in general? Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed the podcast. I've uh, binged, listened to them in the last uh, month. Appreciate and I'm it. Up, and I'm caught up. Uh, <laughs> I feel like uh, in the short, you know, after you gave the feedback and gave some things, uh, I felt like I've, I've gotten a lot better. And, uh, you know, I've, the verbal judo thing has helped us reading that book and, uh, I'm not quite finished it yet. I'm still working on it, but uh, uh, it's definitely helped. Uh, and just being patient, and uh, I tell you, the game I had the other day was a play-in game for seeding, and I felt it was a close game. I kind of felt my anxiety level go up a little bit, and I used that breathing technique mm. they talked about in the league court club, and I was like, okay, calm down. I can do this. You know, I'm a good, I'm a good referee. The self-talk kind of thing, and which is. Uh, not, it wasn't funny to me at all. Uh, so something that I do, hey, you know, self-talk, hey, you know, watch your watch your ball handler, two foot to left foot, mm. you know, when they get on the catch. Just trying to remind myself of post guys, you know. Um, and I do a lot of preventive officiating too, especially when I'm on the lead and I got post guys. I'm telling them to keep their hands off each yep. other, you know, don't hook, don't hold. That's great. Pull the whistle, pull the whistle out, and do a little preventive officiating. Try and not have to blow something, not have to toot the whistle on them, but let them play a little too. Yeah, as soon as you see them grabbing or you know like half chuck or like a half hold, try yeah. to stop it before it becomes a foul if you can. Mm-hmm. Just going to keep you out of trouble, and it's going to keep the game running smoothly. Definitely. Well, that's great, man. I appreciate your support, and um, 
you know, getting to know you a little bit and uh, let's keep in touch. You know, feel free as as more more things come to you to hit me back with feedback from this report and always here to answer questions for you, too. Yeah, I appreciate it, Paul. You're doing uh, a really good thing for official basketball officials across the country. Uh, see what you're doing on Facebook. You got guys all over. Uh, this is great. And I'm caught up, and it's been great content, and it's uh, I listen to it on the way to games and just kind of get myself in that mode, thinking basketball, thinking plays, thinking, you know. Um, and I definitely listened to it the one night I had the really difficult coach, who's <laughs> uh, kind of earned a reputation for that. So everything you're doing is great. I appreciate the evaluation. Uh, it's definitely opened my eyes, and uh, I, I just look forward to getting better and, and being the best uh, official that I can be. And, you know, stepping maybe down the line, maybe I'm stepping into that role uh, in our chapter like you are right now, being a mentor and, and mentoring the next generation. That's what I'm That's what I'm building you up for, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. Anytime. Appreciate that, Scott. Yes, sir. Thank you for listening to the Crown Refs Podcast. Serve the game. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com.